You're listening to Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. Each week, we will be bringing you a pub quiz style program with five rounds of varying themes consisting of eight questions each. We also start every episode with a bonus anagram, which will be due at the end of the episode after the answers for round five. If you'd like, we have a PDF scoring sheet available on our website, TriviaTimePodcast.com, which you can use to answer along. Each correct answer will be worth one point unless specified otherwise. Get together with your trivia team or play solo at home or on the go because it's trivia time. Welcome to episode 115 of Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. I am your host, Kelly Sharon, and I am joined by our quiz master, Ricky Lime. Hi there. How you doing, Cal? Pretty good. How are you? I'm great, actually. I'm doing well. It is officially December, which means we have a new visual roundup on our website. Very festive. And it also means that we will be revealing the answers to the November visual round at the end of this episode. So I hope that everyone had a chance to check it out. Also, we've received several five-star reviews from listeners. It always warms our hearts. So thank you so much to Disney by Diana, Mark and Abby, as well as Brianna Soros. An ongoing theme of our reviews is that people really like listening to our show during road trips. So we are happy to keep you company. Thank you so much for those kind sentiments. We really appreciate it. All right, it's time to get to our bonus anagram of the week. This will be due at the end of our program after we reveal the answers to round five, so you have plenty of time to work on it. Our bonus anagram this week is Stroke Lend. S T R O K E L E N D. And the question that goes with this anagram is Best known for his radio and TV shows, this colorful entertainer had a hobby of painting clowns. While performing at the Sands Hotel in Vegas, he earned $2.5 million yearly, selling his clown lithographs and prints. Who is he? Moving on to round one. Round number one goes out to a new patron, Haley, who is a big Taylor Swift fan. Thank you, Haley. It is called Make It Swift. This general knowledge round contains answers that all include a title of a Taylor Swift song. And Kelly Sharon joins Haley in being a fellow Taylor Swift fan. Yeah. Love these re-records. Yeah. Taking the power back. She's a real mogul. Yeah. I mean, she's such a businesswoman. She's incredible. There you go. T-Swizzle. Question number one. Sharing a title with both a book and a podcast uncovering the truth behind Elizabeth Holmes and the Theranos scandal... What is the alliterative name of an upcoming movie set to star Jennifer Lawrence as Holmes and directed by Adam McKay? Question number two. What Grammy-winning country artist married fellow musician Faith Hill in 1996, two years after releasing his first chart-topping single, don't take the girl. Question number three. In rugby, how many players are on the field during gameplay per team? 
Question number four. What 1988 dark fantasy film was produced by George Lucas, directed by Ron Howard, and starred Val Kilmer as Mad Mardigan, a boastful swordsman who assists the quest? Question number five. What color is the upper one-third of Iraq's national flag? Question number six. Based on a best-selling novel of the same name, what 1970 romantic drama starred Ally McGraw and Ryan O'Neill and was followed by a 1978 sequel titled Oliver's Story? Question number seven. Tybalt and Friar Lawrence are characters in what Shakespearean romantic tragedy? Question number eight. What 1983 single by the electronic music duo Laid Back became a huge club hit and drug anthem despite its intent to discourage listeners from using heroin and cocaine? Some memorable lyrics include, If you want to be rich, you got to be a bitch. We're going to give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round one. Make it swift. Question number one. The name of the upcoming Adam McKay movie starring Jennifer Lawrence as Elizabeth Holmes is Bad Blood. I want it and I want it now. When is this coming out? This is going to be a good one. I'm ready. I've gorged myself on all the Theranos Elizabeth Holmes content there is and... Yeah, I'm ready. She just took the stand. Yeah. Question number two. The Grammy-winning country artist who married Faith Hill in 1996 is Tim McGraw. Okay, so I always get my country artists confused. Sorry, but I thought Faith Hill was married to Garth Brooks, but is that Trisha Yearwood or is that a different country lady? I think that's Trisha Yearwood. Is that who that is? I think so. I'm gonna look it up. Trisha Yearwood. Boom. Question number three. In rugby, the number of players on the field during gameplay per team is 15. Well, that's a lot of players out on one field for the men's team and a lot of lesbians out on one field for the women's team. Am I right? (laughs) You are right. (laughs) (laughs) Question number four. The 1988 dark fantasy film that starred Val Kilmer as Mad Mardigan is Willow. So there's a new documentary out about Val Kilmer, who has recently went through some pretty serious health stuff. And I think it is just called Val, but it is incredible. And there is a ton of old footage. He is definitely more of a serious artist than I ever took him for but it is worth watching. So if you have a chance to watch the Val Kilmer documentary, do it. Question number five. 
The color of the upper third of Iraq's national flag is red. Pop quiz Kelly, what color is the lower third? Green, question mark? Black. Shoot. Question number six. The 1970 romantic drama that starred Ally McGraw and Ryan O'Neill and was followed by a sequel titled Oliver's Story is Love Story. And a fun fact is Tommy Lee Jones actually made his film debut in Love Story, portraying a minor role as Oliver's roommate. Never knew. Mm -hmm. Question number seven. Tybalt and Friar Lawrence are characters in the Shakespearean romantic tragedy, Romeo and Juliet. Never heard of her. (laughs) If you guessed one, it might have been this one. It is like no surprise that Taylor Swift has a song called Romeo and Juliet or Love Story. Nope. It's a common theme. There you go. Question number eight. The 1983 laid-back single that became a huge club hit and drug anthem and included the lyrics, If you want to be rich, you gotta be a bitch, is (laughs) White Horse. I mean, it's kind of true. It's not wrong, for sure. Unless you're born into money. And even so, you might still be. Yeah. I love this song, though. It's so good. It really is a classic. (laughs) I did not picture two white dudes from Copenhagen behind this anthem, but uh, yeah, that's what happened. Moving on to round two. Round number two is our audio round. This one is called True Lies. This is a music round of songs with truth or deceit themed titles. You will get a half point for a song title and a half point for recording artist. One. A king size space bigger than it used to be. If you want, you can rent that place. Call me in a manatee. Uh, uh. Even if it's in my dreams. Uh. Ooh, it's taking up a fraction of my mind. Two. Funny how it seems, always in time, but never in line for dreams. Head over heels, went toe to toe. This is the sound of my soul. This is the sound. Three. Six. And when you crack a smile and everything 
the answers for round two, True Lies. Song number one was Bad Liar by Selena Gomez. With my feelings on fire, guess I'm a bad liar. Song number two is True by Spandau Ballet. I know this much is true. Song number three is Little Lies by Fleetwood Mac. Song number four was The Policy of Truth by Depeche Mode. Song number five was Rebellion Lies by Arcade Fire. Song number six was Girl You Know It's True by Millie Vanilli. Song number seven was Would I Lie to You by The Eurythmics. And song number eight was True Blue by Madonna. So many treasures on this list. Can we talk about all of these gems? We'll take them all. All except Girl You Know It's False, Millie Vanilli. Yeah, that's not my fave. <laughs> the baseline to Bad Liar by Selena Gomez is very Talking Heads-esque. Love that one. I have a bunch of Spandau Ballet on vinyl. I'm not afraid to admit that. <laughs> uh, it might be the worst band name ever, but you know, whatever. Depeche Mode, friend of the show. Good list, good list. I cannot lie. It is a good list. You are true. <laughs> Moving on to round three. Round number three is called Blank Spaces, which ironically is another Taylor Swift song title. For this one, you will fill in the blank with this round of things that come in order. We will provide the before and after, and you will provide the thing that comes in the middle. And I have an example for Kelly to read now. And the example is American Idol Winners. Carrie Underwood, season four, Blank, season five, and Jordan Sparks, season six. And the answer would be Taylor Hicks. Question number one. James Bond movies. From Russia with Love, 1963. 
blank 1964, Thunderball 1965. Question number two. U.S. Presidents Franklin D. Roosevelt, 1933 to 1945, blank 1945 to 1953, and Dwight D. Eisenhower, 1953 to 1961. Question number three. Beatles albums. Rubber Soul, 1965, Blank, 1966, and Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club, 1967. Question number four. Super Bowl halftime headliners. Lady Gaga, 2017, Blank, 2018. Maroon 5, 2019. Question number five. Greek alphabet. Beta, second letter. Blank, third letter. And delta, fourth letter. Question number six. Highest grossing films of the year, Avengers in 2012, Blank in 2013, and Transformers Age of Extinction in 2014. Question number seven. Kardashian Jenner Sisters by Berthier. Kim, 1980, Blank, 1984, and Kendall, 1995. Question number eight. FIFA World Cup champions. Spain, 2010. Blank, 2014. France, 2018. We're going to give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round three, blank spaces. Question number one. The James Bond movie that came between From Russia with Love of 1963 and Thunderball of 1965 was Goldfinger in 1964. Which produced that Shirley Bassey amazing song. There's been some great James Bond songs. Goldfinger He's the man The man with the mind Question number two. The U.S. president that came between Franklin Delano Roosevelt in 1933 to 1945 and Dwight D. Eisenhower from 1953 to 1961 is Harry S. Truman from 1945 to 1953. A pop quiz, Kelly. What does the S in Harry S. Truman stand for? 
Is it Steven? No, it is literally just S. Isn't that wild? Oh, that's right. He's the one who just has S, huh? Yep, just S. That's a weird one. It is. Question number three. The Beatles album that came between Rubber Soul in 1965 and Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club in 1967 was Revolver in 1966. I think I've already divulged this, but it is my favorite Beatles album. The song I'm Only Sleeping with that backwards music. I can't. It's so good. It's a good album. It's a great album. Question number four. The Super Bowl halftime headliner that came between Lady Gaga in 2017 and Maroon 5 in 2019 was Justin Timberlake in 2018. Kelly's a big JT fan. Though he's pretty indefensible when it comes to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Whoa, but um bum pow. This is a topic I try to avoid, but I still love him. I can't help it. Question number five. The letter in the Greek alphabet that comes between beta, the second letter, and delta, the fourth letter, is gamma, the third letter. Back when I was in my sorority. Oh, yeah? Tell me about that. Gamma, beta, delta. Just kidding. There you go. We need to like form some sort of a trivia time sorority situation that's like delta tater. (laughs) (laughs) I want somebody to deal me a tater. Let the consensual hazing be in. Yeah, it's just trivia. <laughs> and booze and tots. Oh, okay. Sure, sure. Question number six. The highest grossing film of the year that came between Avengers in 2012 and Transformers Age of Extinction in 2014 was Frozen in 2013. Question number seven. The Kardashian-Jenner born in between Kim in 1980 and Kendall in 1995 is Chloe in 1984. Chloe's my favorite sister. She's funny. She is funny. She's pretty self-deprecating too. I appreciate that. Whereas the other ones are like always on, you know. Question number eight. The FIFA World Cup champion in between Spain in 2010 and France in 2018 was Germany in 2014. According to this list, next year we are in store for some excuses for morning drinking, right? Yep, we're due. That, get that 6 a.m. drink ready. 6 a.m. I'm all of a sudden a soccer fan, so you can find me at the bar, girl. What can you do? You can just support your local sports teams, right? Yes. Corner kicks. Offsides. Go... Sports. <laughs> Go team. Boom. I hope you both have fun. Moving on to round four. Round number four is called Wild Styles. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. This round is on famous people with exotic pets. Question number one. This influential actress and Southern Belle starred in the 2002 film Sweet Home Alabama and named her youngest child, Tennessee, and his two pet miniature donkeys named Honky and Tonky. Who is she? Question number two. Born Robert Van Winkle, this rapper who covered the Wild Cherry single, Play That Funky Music, in 1990, 
is the proud owner of a wallaroo named Bucky. Who is he? Question number three. The actress who received both an Emmy and Golden Globe for her role as Rebecca Howe in the popular sitcom Cheers owns several ring-tailed lemurs and even tricked airport security into thinking a baby lemur was a cat during one of her travels. Who is she? Question number four. The literary legend and author of The Old Man and the Sea received a cat named Snowball that had six toes on each paw as a gift from a captain ship. Today, several of Snowball's descendants, about half of them also polydactyl cats, live in his former house that was transformed into a museum. Who is he? Question number five. When this actress was a teen, her mother, Tippi Hedren, who starred in the Hitchcock classic The Birds, adopted a lion named Neil. This 400-pound beast slept in bed with the young star, who later went on to win a Golden Globe in 1988 for her performance in Working Girl. Who is she? Question number six. This rock and roll frontman who was inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame in 2013 with his bandmate Joe Perry enjoys living on the edge, having owned several pet raccoons and even taking to the stage wearing a necklace that features four raccoon teeth, all taken from a previous pet. Who is he? Question number seven. List either the 27th U.S. president who enjoyed a meal of possum and taters and was reportedly once served possum on a silver platter that was still alive and subsequently referred to as Billy Possum after a stuffed animal he kept, or the 31st U.S. president who had a pet possum also named Billy that lived in a treehouse on the White House grounds. Question number eight. The first actress to win an Oscar, a BAFTA, and a Golden Globe for a single performance, doing so in 1953, brought home her onset companion, a fawn named Pippin, while filming Green Mansions in 1959. Pippin would accompany her to the supermarket and sleep in a custom-made bathtub. Who was she? We'll give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round four, Wild Styles. Question number one. The actress with southern roots who has a child named Tennessee and two miniature donkeys named Honky and Tonky 
is Reese Witherspoon. So as ridiculous as it sounds, give me two hours with these mini donkeys named Honky and Tonky because that sounds adorable. Sounds like a cute fest. Honky, Tonky, Donkeys. So cute. I'm into it. I am too. Play date. (laughs) Question number two. The rapper who covered Play That Funky Music in 1990 and is the proud owner of a wallaroo named Bucky is Vanilla Ice. (laughs) I mean, this is just a SNL skit that never was, you know? Still could be. I know, right? Pete Davidson, what are you doing? Hanging out with Kim? What's going on? (laughs) Right. Question number three. The award-winning actress who played Rebecca Howe in the popular sitcom Cheers and owns several ring-tailed lemurs is Kirstie Alley. Not a friend of the show. (laughs) Her politics suck. She's all over the place. Yeah, she's just nuts. It's kind of like a Roseanne situation. Yes. The fun fact is I have a friend who used to be Kirstie Alley's neighbor and you could hear her lemurs just crying and howling all day long. That's so weird. Only in LA, folks. Literally. Question number four. The author of The Old Man and the Sea, who had a six-toed cat named Snowball, was Ernest Hemingway. Question number five. The working girl actress who slept in a bed with a 400-pound pet lion named Neil when she was a teen is Melanie Griffith. So many fun facts with this one, but they are all pretty incredible. So in 1981, Melanie Griffith's stepdad, Noel Marshall, cast her, her mom, and her siblings in the film Roar, which was an adventure comedy film that he had written, directed, and also starred in. So these movie sets had actors alongside several lions and tigers and resulted in multiple animal attacks, one of which included Griffith, who got clawed across her face and required over 50 stitches and reconstructive surgery. Ooh. No, thank you. And then her mom, Tippi Hedren, has since acknowledged that it was, quote-unquote, stupid beyond belief to put her family at risk by allowing an animal with quote-unquote no conscience or remorse genes to roam free within her home and work alongside her children. Duh. It's playing roulette. It's too dangy. Yeah, this is wild. Question number six. This rock and roll Hall of Famer who enjoys living on the edge with pet raccoons is Steven Tyler. And if you're interested in seeing a video of Steven Tyler and Bandit trading guy liner tips, go ahead and look it up on YouTube. No big deal. (laughs) Ridiculous. I'm just kidding. I made that up. (laughs) Question number seven. The 27th U.S. president who enjoyed a meal of possum and taters and was once served an alive possum he named Billy was... William Howard Taft, and the 31st U.S. president who had a pet possum, also named Billy, was Herbert Hoover. And you needed to list one for a point. So this is my favorite of the whole round. 
<laughs> so Herbert Hoover's possum named Billy actually moved into the treehouse that was formerly inhabited by Rebecca the raccoon, which was Calvin Coolidge's pet. And Rebecca the raccoon has its own Wikipedia page that is mind-blowing. I was clued in about her amazing presence by our friends at Quiz Quiz Bang Bang, and I did some digging, and then Annie and I had a field day about Rebecca Raccoon, but it's definitely worth looking into, but also, like, how gross is it to eat possum and taters? Yeah, there are other options. Yeah, I would say hold the possum. Yeah, taters is good enough for me. There's all these accounts of Taft eating an 18-pound possum. In one sitting. Gross. I don't like it. It's nasty. It's nasty. No, thank you. Not a friend of the show. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) no. Question number eight. The Green Mansion's actor who brought home her onset companion, a fawn named Pippin, while filming was Audrey Hepburn. There was a photographer that captured this relationship between Pippin the Fawn and Audrey Hepburn, and there are incredible photos available. So definitely look this up because she couldn't be cuter, but then there was this Bambi-like fawn with white spots that was just like nuzzling up to her. It's incredible. They're so cute. Yeah. What a pair. Buddies. But also like not a pet. (laughs) Not a pet. Moving on to round five. So as always, round number five is our connection round. It is a series of seven seemingly unrelated questions and answers that are somehow connected. So the answer to number eight will be the connection. Question number one. What Smashing Pumpkins 1995 hit single opens with the lyrics, My reflection, dirty mirror, there's no connection to myself. Question number two. What Tony Award-winning, openly LGBTQ actor picked up three Emmy Awards, one for her role in the series 24, and two more for her role as Holly Maddox in The Handmaid's Tale? Question number three. Originating in Guadalajara during the 19th century and known as Harabe Tapatio, what is the lively courtship dance that involves a sombrero, more commonly referred to as? Question number four. South Beach, Mediterranean, and Raw are all a type of what? Question number five. What American Culture magazine first hit the stands in 1883 and continued publication until 2000? This brand has continued to surface under Time, Inc. for special and commemorative issues. Question number six. What 2001 sci-fi psychological thriller based on the 1997 film Open Your Eyes, starred Tom Cruise, and was written, directed, and produced by Cameron Crowe. Question number seven. Lafayette Beach in Tahiti, Kamari Beach in Greece, and Playa Negra in Puerto Rico are known for their distinctive sandy shores that are what 
color. It's connection time, and question number eight is the connection between the answers for questions one through seven. We're going to give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. And just as a reminder, the bonus anagram will be due at the end of this round. Here are the answers for round five, our connection round. Question number one. The Smashing Pumpkins 1995 hit with the opening lyrics, My Reflection, Dirty Mirror, There's No Connection to Myself, is zero. Great song, great album. Question number two. The award-winning, openly LGBTQ actor who picked up two Emmys for her role as Holly Maddox in The Handmaid's Tale is Cherry Jones. And a fun fact on the fly is that she also previously dated my girlfriend, Sarah Paulson. Sarah (laughs) Paulson's always had a thing for these older ladies, I guess. Whatever works. Yeah. I'm just jealous. (laughs) (laughs) Question number three. Also known as Harabe Tapatio, the lively courtship dance that involves a sombrero is more commonly referred to as Mexican hat dance. I'm doing one right now. (laughs) This courtship is for you, Sarah Paulson. (laughs) Maybe that's all she's been waiting for. Yeah. Look at my lively moves. (laughs) (laughs) Question number four. South Beach, Mediterranean, and Raw are all a type of diet. Not a friend of the show. No. Question number five. The American Culture Magazine that was in publication from 1883 until 2000 is life. Question number six. The 2001 Cameron Crowe thriller based on the 1997 film Open Your Eyes that starred Tom Cruise is Vanilla Sky. And then we were all supposed to believe that Tom Cruise could handle Penelope Cruise. Oh, come on. (laughs) Unbelievable. (laughs) That A, he deserves her and B, that he could even handle her. Mm -mm. I did not fall for that. (laughs) Question number seven. Lafayette Beach... Kamari Beach, and Playa Negra are all known for their distinctive sandy shores that are black. Gorgeous. Let me at those goth beaches. You need to bring your sunshade. Oh, wait, there's still sun. I'm out. Yep. Question number eight. The answer to question number eight is the connection between the answers for questions one through seven. And we had answers like... Zero. Cherry Jones. Mexican hat dance. Diet. Life. Vanilla sky. And black. And all of those answers include flavors of Coca-Cola. Do you drink Coke, Kel? I do not. Me either. Zach 
probably houses a six pack of Diet Coke every day. So this round goes out to you, girl. (laughs) Before we return to our bonus anagram, it's time to reveal the answers to our November visual round. Our visual round this month was called Hitting the Skins. hey (laughs) Sorry. And featured images of eight famous drummers. You needed to list the name of each drummer for a point. Image number one was Dave Grohl. Image number two was Ginger Baker. Image number three was Questlove. Image number four was Karen Carpenter. Image number five was Rick Allen. Image number six was Travis Barker. Image number seven was John Bonham. And image number eight was Cindy Blackman. Pop quiz, Kelly. Uh-oh. One through eight. Tell me what acts were associated with these drummers. Just list one of their projects. Go. Uh, Dave Grohl. I don't know. Nirvana or the Foo Fighters? Oh, he is that guy, huh? I can kind of see, yeah. Ginger Baker. No idea. Most famously, Cream. Questlove. Like, isn't Questlove just Quest? <laughs> Roots. Oh, sure, sure. Karen Carpenter. Isn't she just the Carpenter sisters? Not the Carpenter sisters, but just the Carpenters. It's her and her brother. Whoops. Next, Rick Allen. No idea. Def Leppard. He only has one arm. How does he do this? This is incredible. He does it. Good for him. Next, Travis Barker. Blink-182. Boom, girl, you got it. I got one. Yeah, John Bonham. No idea. Led Zeppelin. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) cool, cool. (laughs) But now with the reincarnation of Led Zeppelin, whenever they do special performances, John Bonham has passed and they actually have his son, Jason Bonham, perform with him, who's another incredible drummer, which is really cool. Oh, that's awesome. All right, Cindy Blackman. No idea, but love this photo. Yeah, she's rad. She has played for a bunch of different acts and musicians, uh, Lenny Kravitz, but notably Santana. And she was, I don't know if she still is, the wife of Santana. So ah, there you go. There you go. Dave Grohl, though. You should have known Dave Grohl. I know. <laughs> he does look familiar, but you know. Ugh. Not her wheelhouse, but she's got several other wheelhouses that I would fail miserably at. So <laughs> She just never puts me on the spot. <laughs> Returning to our bonus anagram of the week, our bonus anagram this week was stroke lend. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The question that went with this anagram is, best known for his radio and TV shows, this colorful entertainer had a hobby of painting clowns. While performing at the Sands Hotel in Vegas, he earned two and a half million yearly selling his clown lithographs and prints. Who is he? And the answer is Red Skelton. Stroke Lend scrambles up to be Red Skelton. That's a lot of money off clown art. I don't know what I've been doing with my life, but uh, that's amazing. Yeah. Also, did you like the colorful entertainer? Hey, that's a hint because his name is Red. Nice. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. Tune in every week for new episodes. We'd love to hear from you if you have any questions or feedback. Our email address is triviatimepodcast at gmail.com. 
and our website is TriviaTimePodcast.com. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for weekly round reveals, free answers, and bonus questions. That wraps up this episode of Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. I'm your host, Kelly Sharon, and I've been joined by our quiz master, Ricky Lime. We hope you enjoyed listening and playing along. If you did, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. We might even give you a shout out in a future episode. Our background and answer break music this week is Awaken by Kriteyu. This has been a Pick and Shovel production recorded in Long Beach, California. Special thanks to Zach, Lydia, Abe, and all of our trivia buddies. Until next time, later later, taters. taters. Song number two was True by Spando Ballet. I would say Spandau. What? But that's very close. Oh, Spandau. Spandau, yeah. Song number two is True by Spandau Ballet. We'll see, now I messed that up. It's ballet. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Song number two was True by Spandau Ballet. Oh my God, ballet. I love you. (laughs) Ah, Spandau Ballet. That is hard. The T is silent. Spandau Ballet. Okay. Song number two is True by Spandau Ballet. It's also the worst band name ever. Damn it. (laughs) Hi. Okay, here we go. Song number two is True by Spandau Ballet. That's it. That's good enough. Here we go. And the answer would be... Taylor Hicks. Wasn't Taylor Hicks like that like soul trained dad white guy with gray hair? One of the less memorable American Idol winners for me. I kind of think so too. I was all in with Carrie Underwood though. Yeah, she's great. And country music is not my thing. But when she sang Heart, I was like, girl. Yeah. And turns out she's had kind of a successful career. Absolutely. You've heard of her, right? I sure have. (laughs) (laughs) It is hilarious that she smuggled in a lemur into an airport pretending it was a cat. But it's like, when was the last time that somebody just like smuggled a cat? And these are not a plane friendly animal situation. (laughs) Can't you bring cats on a plane? Yeah, actually, I think Samuel L. Jackson starred in that movie Cats on a Plane, right? Yes, I think that's what it was called. You're right.